What's up, boys? Week 5, Triple GFL podcast. Good week. Underdog week. Team K. Wilkes getting the win. Um, Milo Pardo Taxi getting the win. Chad GPTD's getting the win. All these guys punching from the bottom. It's just fucking beautiful to see. Revenge Little Tay in there as well. Um, just very proud of these guys, right? Shaking up the standings a bit here. We will get into the fastest two minutes here in a second. Um, have a nice conversation with Alex Croto as I watch the Dodgers fucking lose. Uh, like they always do, they suck. <sighs> Had a crazy parlay that uh, almost hit on Monday Night Football. Had a bet that did hit. All good things, right, besides the Dodgers losing. Um, we will jump into that fastest two minutes and then into the interview, and I'll catch you on the back end for a quick recap of the matchups, uh, standing breakdown, and look into next week. Fastest two minutes time, baby. Starting off, matchup number one, Team K. Wills versus Team Tyler Two Chins. Jerry Judy was being a little Jewy with the points this weekend. Perhaps he was kidnapped at the Gaza Strip. Now Kelly's got more than a feeling as he gets his first win today. K. Wills, 123. Two Chins, 121. Matchup number two, another close one. Milo Parwell Taxi versus Herbie's Handies. E.T. had a Jamar chase up his sleeve, while T.J. Subcockinson was sitting there all folded out. El Taxi, 130. Herbie's Handies, 120. Moving on, ChatGPTDs versus Dunbar06. First of all, hop on A.T.'s domain and generate a new team, dickhead, because Zach the Boss Moss rolled your ass for 165 and a pair of tutties, buddy. ChatGPTDs, 129. Dunbar06, 102. Matchup number four. Heavyweight Battle of the Week, Revenge of Little Tay versus Brucey Boys. DJ, pour me some more points on Thursday. Thir- uh, Thirsty Thursday kicked it off. While Statefish, Puka Nakua Ah, couldn't swim fast enough. Little Tay, 169. Brucey Boys, 153. Matchup 5, Show Me the Skrilla versus Same Luck. Things are looking grim for Slim Reaper and his glass- ghastly crew of non-factors. While Big Cock Brock coasts to a relaxing Sunday night victory. Same Luck, 120. Show me the Skrilla, 94. And wrapping it up with matchup number 6, Carpet Walkers faces another ghost in the spirit of Mike Big Ugly Sikorsky, a.k.a. Team Boyer 7. Even using my Alvin camera, I couldn't capture a picture of anything super or natural on the opposing sideline. Carpet Walkers, 139. Boyer 7, 81. Mr. Croto. One second. There we go. I can hear you now. I got you. I got you. Am I coming in clear? Oh, yeah. Sound beautiful. Gotcha. Yours is a little muffled, but I think we can work with it, unless you know why it would be muffled. Um, I'm on my AirPods. Sound does not sound great. Um, it's coming. It's a little bit better. I'll just put you closer to the microphone there. I want to... Um, <clears throat> Being that you used to run a little podcast of your own, you might still actually, sorry, I didn't mean to assume anything. Um, do you know like how people put basically like a WebEx call or like a like a video call and like take the audio from that and then just put it on? Because I don't like using a phone, speakerphone setup type deal. Um... Hmm. I'm trying to think. I've, I mean, I've really only done it that way. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've got some, some equipment that I use for our radio broadcast at UCI that I've, oh. that I've tried to make work as well. But even <laughs> that, I don't know that exactly. But, um, yeah, I think most of the time it's just speakerphone type of stuff. Gotcha. There's There's got to be some software, right, that all these Barstool podcasts and... I guess any podcast content creator um, uses basically when, when you can go on YouTube and watch a podcast and that same audio is on the Apple's right. podcast is what I'm shooting for. And that way we're not relying on cell phone service, stuff like that. But uh, 
problem for another day. How's life, my friend? Pretty good. Got yeah. the kids to bed. Um, <laughs> I know. When yeah. he said 7.30, I was like, yeah, it's probably when he's trying to get the kiddos down. <laughs> I mean, luckily for, for us, they both, we put them down to sleep around 7 and they're, they're out. So that's, that's a nice little thing to look forward to every day. Yeah, yeah. Dude, Bryce is all over the place. We have very little structure. We're trying to get more, <laughs> but... Um, dude, he can go to sleep anywhere between 7.30 and 11. <laughs> it's just, yeah. uh, not the best parenting, but, uh, like I said, looking to, looking to shape up in that department. <laughs> I don't know what to say about that. Julie's, Julie's the wizard. She, she knows what she's doing, so. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> I think I saw her post a picture, um, today, your boy turned like four months or something like that. Yeah, four months today. Very nice, very nice. That's awesome. And the uh, girl will be two at the end of the month, so. No, I saw a, a flyer for Quinn's birthday party. Uh, when's that? Um, 28th. So it's a Saturday before Halloween at a park down here. Gotcha. You know, it, I know, I feel like drive. I can... What's that? Kind of a drive for anybody we invited, so. I understand if people can't make it. Uh, you know, I'll I'll let you know. I'm I'm in Chicago. I think flying back that morning. Mm-hmm. Um, so it might be. I might have to miss it, but uh, it's no reflection of how I feel about you and your offspring. It's just a geographic thing. Yeah, no, I I feel you. Frankly, <laughs> we we invite people we'd like to be there, but we we totally understand if people can't make it. Gotcha, gotcha. So how's uh, how's work going? We're busy. It's middle of soccer season, so there's soccer all over the place, men's and women's college soccer. Um, but, you know, working remote is a very nice deal. I'm so is honest, that... If I'm not, at, if I'm not actually at an actual game, I'm being a parent, so it's nice. Awesome. So you're not making that drive too much then? No, probably twice, maybe three times a week at most. Okay. Yeah, that's doable. I go like three times a week to Carson now and it, it sucks, but you can do it. You know, it's, you still get your days where you're got running your own setup at home and it, it gets you through the shitty times, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I was listening to one of the past pods where you got to hike out to Carson oh. for like a nine year meeting or something or hitting up a hotel the night before. That's sounds could be, could be nice, but it's, it's still probably un, uh, uh, inconvenient. It's it's shitty because I usually do it if I have a late hockey game in Corona. So it's like a triangular <laughs> setup. But basically, my thought is if I'm playing 10 p.m. hockey in Corona, I don't really want to drive to Elsinore just to wake up if I have an early meeting in Carson. Yeah. So then I'll be checking into a hotel near my office at like 1130 at night lugging all my work shit up and it's just it's it's mostly the logistics that make it a drag if it was just like a t-shirt gym shorts check into a hotel eat some continental breakfast and roll in the morning it'd be all good but it's it's just just juggling act of my work clothes getting out of my shit i played hockey in or whatever um all to wake up like five hours after i go to bed (laughs) just but uh, that five hours would be three or four hours if I went all the way home. So it's kind of just a. Uh, <clears throat> ultimately, it's me not wanting to give up beer league hockey. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, I I still haven't played any softball since the pandemic, and I was talking to, to Julie about that the other day. Like, I might be a good time. I could probably get back into that, but I got to find a place around here. I'm not going to drive all the way up to Orange again. Ah, San Diego. Maybe. I mean, unless you played some tournaments or something, just hasn't seen the, uh, the Alex Croto softball experience. <laughs> exactly. It was, it was funny. I was actually on, uh, I was scrolling TikTok the other night, and every once in a while they throw a live feed in there. And yeah. it was a live feed of the park in Poway where these guys were playing softball at like 10.30 p.m. I'm like, hey, maybe <laughs> jump on this TikTok league or something. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, Poway, not so much coastal, but you get a little coastal league. The air's there. That ball's kind of fucking lazy. 
that's a good point. Yeah, <laughs> get some Carlsbad and some Edis Ball and yeah. oh, look, like a, look like a new man. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, dude, this wacky prop parlay I put down looks like it will have hit other than the fact that I the second quarter is not the highest scoring quarter to this point. It's tied with the third quarter, which I think breaks my bet. But every other little thing hit, I got a pick from both quarterbacks. I might still need that one catch from Musgrave, the tight end. But uh, oh, I, yeah, I was looking at that. I'm between your and Nate, and I thought, <laughs> like, I wonder if if that's a push and that ruins it because everything else was hitting. Most Musgrave had three. Yeah, most um. There's Musgrave right there, so yeah, literally everything is hit. Um, most pushes will just remove that leg from the parlay, but I think okay. in this scenario, because it gives you an option to select a tying, like an equal quarter, um, so I think they'll say, hey, you had the option to hit this, and you missed, so it's not a push, essentially. Um, All right, so and Crosby just got a sack, so yeah. You, uh, yeah. Just... Uh... Well, yeah, the sacks, yeah, there was already four sacks. I think so my separate bet hit. Um, oh, wait, was Crosby's sack in there, too? I, I thought I saw that. I thought it was like yeah. a half yeah, yeah. sack for Crosby. Gotcha. Oh, yeah, I wonder if that's a play. Yeah, because you can get credit for a half sack. <laughs> that'd be fucked up. <laughs> that was a play. Come on, man. That's a full sack. That'd, that'd be tough. <laughs> yeah, I'm sitting here trying to see, I mean... I we got the kids down and I popped open the app and I'm like Josh Jacobs like 30 yards at halftime I'm feeling good and then he gets in the end zone so now I'm like so what do like you pop up yeah. a 200 yard run I'm okay yeah yeah I think you're good a valiant effort though once uh, you might have the highest score for the season with that with that effort 169 I mean, I, I appreciate you giving me a the last couple of weeks you've been picking me to win just because of like luck factor because I feel like that's the case it's like <laughs> Aaron Rodgers deal bit me and then uh, I think I had like a, my best week and against it probably Dylan and he just goes off too so uh, it's like I'm one and three and about to be two and three and it's just I feel like I could be better so I'm, I'm okay with my team I'm all right yeah I think I think uh, two and three it's uh, plenty of you're in a good enough spot to, to not have the season ruined at two and three or whatever. One and four starts to get risky. Um, but yeah, your team, your team is more deserving. Uh, it's funny you mentioned Dylan, man. He's got a good team, but he all, I feel like he gets all kinds of luck. as part of, part of his namesake, I suppose. But, uh, but yeah, man. Well, I mean, this, this week when he, he kind of laid an egg. For him. Uh, yeah. For him. One twenty, Yeah. Well, he ends up with one twenty. I think <laughs> I looked at last night when him, him and him and Dilly were like under a hundred. I'm like, geez, I can't yeah, get that one. Oh yeah, Brock go off last night. So he brought oh. like ten more than he was projected, which was uh, just fun for me to watch. But <clears throat> <laughs> um, your Jags, your Jags sunk me. Your Jags defense sunk me to to kick Sunday off. I wasn't too pleased with that. I had a, I've had you, you were one of multiple friends of mine who were like, God damn, Chags, what? They have no business beating the Bills. I'm losing all my bets. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it was a very, very public public bet, you know, because the Bills were hot. and um, I feel like I just classic get out of rhythm and do something stupid, but betting against the Jags in London when they had been there for two weeks or whatever was probably not wise. <laughs> Yeah, as much as I hate those London games, we usually win those, so it's yeah. like a nice little boost to the record. But <laughs> I thought Lawrence looked good, man. I thought Lawrence. I thought the Jags kind of reclaimed a bit of um, status with that win. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what to say about them. They they don't look like themselves. I think a lot of it was like Peterson loves Press Taylor, and he like wants him to do the play calls. Yeah, and so every game they kind of stink it up under press and then Peterson will take back the play calling like the fourth quarter and they'll pull it out and so I think he might have just called the whole game uh, on this last Sunday and it's like I get it you want this guy to succeed but it's like just 
which is Jacksonville, okay? If you want to take over, you know, Philly again and just let somebody, you know, do whatever they want, that's fine. But he didn't want anything. So just win them for us, then you can let Press have the team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stop toying with us, man. I hear you. Yeah, because that game against um, was it the Texans, I, I think I bet Jags on that one. So just classic yeah, me man. getting scorned yeah. by a team and be like, oh, the Bills will clean it up. And it, I'm, I sent a message to the group chat about Notre Dame, too. It's one of those teams where if I bet them, they fail. If I fucking fade them, then they, they go off. It's just they, they got a carpenter meter and they just want to hurt me financially. I feel like a lot of that too, where it's like maybe like a fantasy type of thing, where I'm like sitting there on the draft, like if I take this guy, he's going to do awful. If I don't, he's going to do great. So, <laughs> him to be have a terrible season, then maybe I'll take him and just give me six points a game or something. But <laughs> it's always helpful. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm the same way. I'd got burned two years in a row drafting Steelers running backs in the Madden Derrick League uh, took the holdout Le'Veon Bell and then James Conner went off I think like Ram Bill had him and then the next year I was like fuck I'm, I'm getting Conner this time so he beat me up so bad uh, last year not being able to get him and uh, and then he was only healthy for like four games or something <laughs> that happened to me this year I took I took Jonathan Taylor's second round and oh. now it's like well well, he, he came back this week, but Zach Moss still went off, so I'm like, great. <laughs> that had to hurt for Wilga in our league. Uh, gets Jonathan Taylor back, and he puts up a three-burger while Zach Moss just runs all over the place. I know. <laughs> uh, he's in a barn burner now. He's is, their, their game's a three-point gap right now, and Tyler's got... What does he need? Oh, he's got Jordan Love. If he needs like one pass from Love to Watson, he might get it. Yeah, oh, he's got Watson too. How is he only projected like two more points? That's crazy. I don't know. <laughs> well, it's one of fourth quarter. There's how much time is left? Seven minutes left. Raider ball. So they should get the ball back one more time trailing, so they'll have to throw it. Yeah. Ooh, Dodgers are rallying too. I was covering up the window with – um with that sleeper league as as a good commission should I guess but uh, I'm gonna watch some Dodger ball now. That's how it goes, man. <laughs> I remember yeah. I was working a Dodger game back um, back when the Ant Eaters were in the College World Series, and that was the year where like there was a game I didn't watch, and they won in like the regionals, and so then I didn't watch any of the games, <laughs> and then they get. They get to the World Series, and I'm working a game when they're facing Vanderbilt, and they've got this, where I sit at Dodgers, there's like this big wall of TV screens in front of me, and so I took like a cardboard, piece of a cardboard box and cut it out, and like taped it to the top of my monitor, so it just blocked out the UCI game. <laughs> <laughs> I, they can't, I can't watch it, but I'm doing my job. Uh, that, nice. that ended up being a game where Walker Bueller comes in in the fourth inning, and like no hits us the final five innings and when they beat us so <laughs> cheers hey yeah um Bueller was uh what what year was he like coming out of college might have been that year so like 14 or 15 gosh yeah yeah I think he sunk Fullerton a couple like one year too I don't know. Anyway, um, yeah, we UCI has a deep hatred of him, and Chris Taylor hit a walk off to send them to Omaha in the regionals for Virginia. So, dang. a couple of Dodgers, a couple of Dodgers, I can't, I can't rock with. <laughs> yeah, we had, uh, there was a prospect that the Dodgers had an outfielder. I can't remember his name anymore. Um, short, left-handed power guy. A small guy, but just a quick, compact swing, and he sunk Fullerton for sure in like the super regionals or something. No, I think it was. I think it was in Omaha, actually. Anyway, um, fuck, I forget that guy's name. College baseball is fucking fun that time of year, man. It's the best. <laughs> we should have been there last. I don't know if you paid attention all last year, but the Ant Eaters were part of the big controversy because we had. We had the schedule, the RPI, we did everything right. Literally, they brought the 
the, the bracket came out and we weren't in it. And so we were like the number one story about like how I got snubbed. And they brought in the guy who made the bracket and he lays out everything at the end. He's like, you know, they did everything right. And that was it. And the guy's like, so why didn't they make it? He's like, well, you know, I had no answer. And it was just infuriating. Yeah, he just took some other team because they're, they're a big-name team. So, <laughs> that, was, that was rough. Could have gone to Omaha last year, but, you know. Fuckers. Fuckers. Oh, man. So I'm, here, I'm here for everybody's, uh, uh, you know, lines and over-unders from college baseball and soccer. I've got that handled. <laughs> Very nice. We still got to work something. I think we talked about it maybe last year, but some kind of event with uh, – <clears throat> UC Davis, UCI, like something. Even if they're not playing each other, maybe when one of you guys just has a big event, we as many league members as can possibly go should just go meet up and <clears throat> have a good time, kind of like a Will Gaday sort of atmosphere. But uh, that's right. Yeah, I, I, I'd be down to even go. I just go to a Davis football game and see because yeah, they got a good. Let's go and, and hang out and. You know, throw the frisbee in the quad or whatever. <laughs> I, was, I was just watching, um, I was rewatching that Showtime show, Weeds. Did you ever watch that? <laughs> I've, I've seen it a little bit, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're kind of, you know, it's a single mom, the family's drug dealers, basically, but the, the oldest son, when he gets of age, when they're passing through Seattle that goes to a college campus or whatever, he has, says basically that exact line or whatever, like picks up a Frisbee. He's like, yeah, it's hanging out at the quad. And everyone's like, the quad? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> um, <clears throat> good show, though. You should check it out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, well, so I think you got this wind locked up. Um, let's see if there's anything else to talk about other than K. Wilg's. Ooh, Love just ran for like a 10-yard scamper. Oh, no, I got called back. So that game's Uh-oh. about a point and a half difference. Did you just go to Watson, I though? Think, yeah, he just threw a short pass to Watson, so it is. <laughs> maybe, oh, maybe I'm on a, on a lag, so that score's already what updated, just, probably. Oh, I'm trying to figure out. I'm looking through the app. So, yeah, he threw in a Watson... So it is, he only gained a, like a point and a half, so he's still a point and a half back. Gotcha, gotcha. With a full field to go, though. I think if, so, yeah, if me, Love me has my, any success. Me and my cheap self, I so I have ESPN Plus, but I don't have cable, so I can't watch the game. So uh-huh. I have TikTok, I have TikTok up, and there's a guy who is filming it live from, like, the super nosebleed, so I'm able to watch it. <laughs> watch it that way. <laughs> I think that's Watson. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's, that's an funny. authentic fan experience there. I'm mostly getting a, a play-by-play of the fans fighting up in the 600 <laughs> section. At a Raiders game? No. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know what I like about this week is most of like the, the losing teams are getting off the schneid a bit. So we got you, ChatGPTDs, Milo Parvel Taxi getting a win, looks like. If K. Wilkes can pull it off, then then it's a, a dog week, I would say. <laughs> yeah, even you, you're taking down the undefeateds. Yeah, that, that felt good. I, uh... It was going to be a tough week, and he kind of laid an egg in my team. Who went off for my team? Uh, it's kind of a group effort. Go Kittle with the three tutties. Did you see his fuck Dallas t-shirt underneath his jersey? I missed that. Did he yeah. like show it off at the beginning? Yeah, it was all his, I think it was in the end zone in the warm-ups or whatever. He pulled it. He was wearing a gray t-shirt that oh. said fuck Dallas. <laughs> I was like, damn, dude, that... Believe a fine, or I'd like to think a fine or something would come up for that, but right, <laughs> it's like another pass to Watson. So now Tyler is down by 1.3, ever closer. <laughs> but they punted. Oh, did they? Yeah, that's that little formation you're squinting at down there. <laughs> <laughs> um. <clears throat> 
What was I going to say? Oh, are you still on... Are you still on Twitter within, within like, the Jags community and shit? Oh, yeah. Love me some Twitter. I'll never, I'll never leave it until you want know, to something really stupid. <laughs> so how, um, how, how is Jags Twitter? Is it kind of a small group of people, or you just kind of plugged in? Because Niners Twitter is fucking insane. They're all retarded, but there's a lot right. of them. <laughs> so Jags Twitter, I would say, what I, I, I mean, I got, I've had Twitter for a while. Yeah, when, I you, first was, when I first was on it, it was like, uh, I didn't really know what to do. And I was kind of following blog sites and things like that. And the Jags had an SB Nation blog, which is still up. And I was following that. And then one day they had like a uh, like a big bracket where they were like, here are the best Jaguar Twitter users. And it's like guys that run this site and interact with it. And so I was like, sweet, I'm going to follow all these people. And it's yeah. just been amazing. Like those guys... Like, they're legit fans that go tailgate every week, and they go to away games, and nice. it's, like, <laughs> super hardcore. I've actually uh, interacted with a bunch of them on Twitter, and, like, if I ever go back to a Jags game, I know exactly, you know, the party locations and all that type of stuff. <laughs> and it's, it's, yeah, it's kind of small and close-knit, and, like, the beat reporters interact with them, and it's, oh, it's uh, you know, they know what they're talking about, so I enjoy it. It, it makes it... It makes it much better to be a Jags fan because all these guys have been living it for twenty five years, just losing, and and you know it's 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 a lot better. I feel like than listening to a talk radio or some some BS kids that, that don't know what's happening. But um, yeah, it's you know we lose, but at least it's entertaining through Twitter. <laughs> yeah, that's why I kind of got into Twitter in general, or just that side. I kind of more of the. Um... I don't know what you would call it, but that that level of reporting just from from some guy, I, I grew to like more than listening to the the main beat writer who always has the same angles and stuff yeah. like that. Um, but I did join at a terrible time with the Brock Purdy Trey Lance drama, and it was kind of a nasty place. It's starting to quiet out. Even like the toxic trey lance fans are starting to be like i was uh, wrong about purdy well, yes yes you were and it's okay but let's all move on amicably yeah i've, I've seen you, you chime in here and there on twitter and i'm you know keeping up on the, the john carpenter times oh no it's not good like i i don't really realize the reach of that like there's definitely things i say that i don't want anyone that i know to see but uh they, yeah, obviously I don't understand how the internet works, so. <laughs> and I'm sure it's more like, because I don't follow or have a lot of followers either, so it's just somebody, I, I think I'll like your stuff once in a while, so it'll, uh, it'll show up more often, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, there's what, uh, yeah, to that point, most times I get in an argument, if the person has more followers than me, they'll go on my profile and, and make fun of the amount of followers <laughs> I have. And it's like, oh, dude, I guarantee you I have more friends than you in real life. <laughs> Twitter is not exactly. a real place. <laughs> Most of those people are buying followers, so it's like, all right, well, you know, show your work, buddy. <laughs> oh, man. But uh, anyway, yeah, got to clean up my act a bit. I have been backing up Evan in arguments about hockey. He'll just, he's arguing with some random dude from Canada about... Uh, the need for tough guys on the ice. And I think, uh, fuck, I forget the King's name. Uh, one of their younger guys, younger Euro guys went knee on knee with one of the ducks. I forget. It was in a preseason game and Gudis was out there and he didn't do anything about it. He didn't even really see it. And, uh, this Toronto Maple Leafs, like reporter guy tweeted about it and was like, Oh, let me checks notes, sees that there's a tough guy on the ice, and did nothing about it. Basically insinuating that it's all a wives' tale, that players won't um, take liberties if there's a tough guy on the ice. And <laughs> Evan started arguing with him, and I just chimed in just to support Evan blindly. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Right, just like just like the enforcer of the Twitter conversation. Yeah, man. Come on, dude. I'll I'll I'll, I'll take out your knees um, in the cyberspace. <laughs> um, but yeah, a lot, lot of dumbasses on there. <laughs> so, um. What do you think about this 62 hot dogs punishment? I I was playing it out in my head, especially when I was down. I lost my first two games, and I'm like, all right, if if, if this has to happen, what do I have to do? And I think I, because when the vote first came out, like I didn't even question it, and I just voted yes just because... It was so obscure. I'm like, I love it. Whatever. Yeah. And then closer and closer, I'm like, if I have to do this, like, yeah, could I could I eat like three for breakfast? And then, you know, <laughs> could I, I just have to have, what, nine per day and I'm good? But that's, that is a lot. Especially at day like three and you're like, oh God, I've already eaten 25 of these things. Yeah. It's, and then if you uh, take a day off and you're like, man, I'll just do three for lunch today. <laughs> then you're like, well, I got to tack that six on somewhere. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think I would try to bookend it and try to smash like 15 plus on day one. Mm-hmm. And then whatever that goes out to, like trimming dogs off days, maybe you're just seven a day until your next bookend, the last day, and you just go out with a bang. You know, you're going to be miserable and you eat another 15 or something. Yeah. And it's and like you got to do buns. That's, that's, part of it because it's the just like the contest so yeah yeah I would um buns kind of slow you down that's what I'm trying to think of too I'll definitely take advantage of the clock like I'm starting at midnight like 12.01 on the first day (laughs) and in my head that's still the previous day so you knock out six before you go to bed (laughs) wake up do another yeah, well, you wake up and do 10 that day, then you're already 16 one day in. It's bush math, yeah. you know, it's not, it's, not, it's not tried and true, but just strategizing for, for the eventual loser. I don't think I'm going to be in the, in the running, but um, I do want to stop in on, on the loser and, and join him for a day or two of hot dog eating for sure. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where I, I thought I had a good team last year, and then I lose by like a fraction of a point, and then all of a sudden it's like I got you got to refocus because it's the losers bracket, and you know anything can happen. <laughs> Jonathan Taylor could be hitting stride at that point, so yeah, he could, he could. Yeah, Wilkes team when it's healthy isn't bad. Like Cooper Cup started hot the other, uh, yesterday. If Taylor warms up, then all of a sudden he's not such a such a bottom feeder dog eater. But, and yeah, Ritter. If Ritter can have more days like that, then he's looking good. But have you, have you seen his um his r- ridiculous stat that he's like thirty and zero at home in college in the NFL? <laughs> I hadn't seen that. It's just that, a, that, that that continued on. Yeah. In the NFL. Yeah, I, I don't I know how. This is. <laughs> They just keep winning. It's just a bit terrible. So. <laughs> Desmond Ritter, home record. Yeah, he's five and zero in the NFL. It says in the in the regular season and playoffs. I don't think he ever won a playoff game, but uh, that's doesn't seem right. But yeah, that's fucking crazy. He's so bad. <laughs> Ooh, Dodgers rallying. Go ahead. I saw, I saw uh, Raiders missed field goal, so. But we got a doinker. Yeah. Dude, that's really going to hurt if um, I'm going to lose that parlay straight up on that quarter thing now. Even if they made oh. that, it would have been three equal scoring quarters. Fuck, that's annoying. Technically, it is the highest scoring quarter. It's just also yeah, the yeah. highest yeah. I think you can fight this. Game. I think you can you can get your legal team on it and get you that eighty five bucks. Flying out to fucking Singapore to the Bavada headquarters and <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's not gonna happen. 
Why is that fucking... Oh, sorry. <laughs> so, that was, uh, so both kickers are brothers in this game. I don't know if you picked that up. So uh, Daniel Carlson's brother, I forget his first name. He's a kicker for the Packers. So they just showed his yeah. dad um, like, like putting his head down between his legs after the miss, and all you could see was he has a half jersey on, like a half and half. All you could see was the oh, Packers' yeah. side. I was like, why is that dude sad that the Raiders missed a fucking field goal? And then he came up and he had like a Raiders jersey on the other side. <laughs> Man, that's wild. I don't know, dude. Kicker Brothers, that's that's pretty fucking crazy, actually. Yeah. Jeez. I have a I have actually something relatable to that. So our women's soccer team uh, played against your alma mater Fullerton All right. on Thursday. So we had a couple of twin sisters who came to UCI two years ago. And so this year they're juniors. And one of the sisters transferred to Fullerton this year. And so Thursday night they played, twin sisters played against each other. Um, they said it's the first time ever. They've never done it in like youth soccer, high school, anything. So they played against each other. And then I found out that their dad is like, one of the heads of like some academic department at Fullerton. So he was at the game with like a split jersey on too. <laughs> that was I'm like, how many times has that happened? You get twins playing against each other at some point? Yeah. Especially in college. You just go to the same school, but Yeah, that's crazy. Why why the why'd the one transfer just cause? I don't know. I never heard why. Um it maybe she thought she'd play more, which she is, but um, I didn't, it could have been the family side too, since her dad's working there, but it's a nice little, uh, sibling rivalry right in the middle of the soccer game. Yeah. Household divided. That's crazy. <laughs> um, I'm just looking here at some new technology rolled out by the league. So in the pylon cam for the first down marker, they have this little orange line just shooting up into the sky to like signal the first down airspace, I guess. Pretty cool. Like, actually on the field type of thing? No, no, it's just in the broadcast, but it's, it just looked very oh. weird. It might be on the field. It might be an actual laser beam. I mean, you figure they get some sort of technology instead of these two chains, which I, I kind of like the novelty of it, where it's just like these two, you know, old guys running around with these chains linked to each other, but at I the same that. time, with all, with all the money that's going around, you figure they'd figure out how to market <laughs> Yeah, I was watching a um, a documentary about just the technology of broadcasting and uh, specifically around football. And it was just like the first games that had any kind of score box. Um, <clears throat> it was pretty cool. I think you would have liked it because it's kind of related to what you were doing with the Dodgers and Ducks and stuff. Just the, the crew that put the broadcast together. It was, it was really interesting. Was so much technology that they couldn't get right and like when they first introduced the first down line nobody fucking liked it everyone's like what the fuck is this is this actually yeah. on the field and they're like no no and having to explain that it's only on the tv <laughs> 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 that's pretty it's come a long way no kidding now it's like you couldn't live without it or yeah no it'd be fucking weird to watch without it you kind of have an idea but you most most uh, casual fans, I would say, would be like, I have no idea how to track a first down now. I uh, popped up on Twitter Saturday with college football. There was the Harvard game on, and somebody was like, just like you're at the game. And it was like the TV, like the stream of it, maybe ESPN Plus, and there was just no score line. There was no clock. Like, it was just the game. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> so hard to watch it. <laughs> like, don't know what down it is. Don't even know who's winning. You just pop up and you're like, well, you know, they're on the 20, so that's all I got. <laughs> I wonder how long it'd take me to, with absolutely nothing and, and no announcers, yeah. how long it'd take you to figure. All you could figure was who's winning the game eventually just by their attitudes, I guess. Like, if someone scores a touchdown and they're like, all business back to the sideline. You probably yeah, they think they're losing. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, yeah, that's tough. But you know, that's how they live at Harvard. They just got no money, no technology. <laughs> uh, I mean, fuck yeah! I don't know why I'm even asking you this, but uh, 
alma mater is Harvard. Harvard was uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Uh, yes, I believe so. Yeah, as um, the reason I know that is, is with Dylan. Probably Wilga, maybe Weber at our house, um, and like Placentia, the three one three when Ryan Fitzpatrick was making his debut for the Bills, and he threw, like, four interceptions in one half, and you just see his stupid beard poking out of his chin strap, and uh, it just flashes his name on the screen as everyone's like, who the fuck is this idiot? This is at Ryan Fitzpatrick College, Harvard. <laughs> all, all right, got it. Makes sense. And then I always appreciated his career from just over the years after that point of remembering the first time I saw him grace a football field. <laughs> Yeah, man, he, he totally leaned into it. He's just like, sure, I'll go play for this team and light it up. And um, crazy beard. Dude, I am, thanks to you, actually, thanks to you on Twitter, actually, a huge Immaculate Grid guy. Oh, yeah. Um, And I use him quite often for the football version. Yeah, but he's, he's, a, he's a good one. I feel like there's a lot more defensive guys that I should be able to throw in there for times like that, but... What would it's, you say uh, is the most um what would you say is the most journeyman type position in the NFL? Like a like a linebacker maybe? Um, it's I feel like back of quarterbacks up there, but Yeah, I feel like any position has those guys that just like go practice squad to practice squad, but the guys that are like the a starter that that people can never hang on to. It might be like a, like some maybe like a D lineman, like a like yeah. a D tackle. Cleveland like Farrell type. <laughs> I feel like yeah, I think the Jags have cycled through a lot of those guys, like Calais Campbell and Pot Roast and a bunch <laughs> of random people. Arden Key, we had Arden Key for like one year, and then he's gone. Arden Key like, for sure. He was a Niner too. Um, yeah. Running running back's not bad too. Like the your practice squad style running back. Mm-hmm. Like a, a McWeapon, uh, Jeremy McNichols. <laughs> <laughs> McWeapon nice. Yeah, that was his nickname at Boise Steel. Oh my god. I Uh-oh. am a scumbag, so I remember things via bad beats. <laughs> Probably the worst of my life, given all the circumstances and what five hundred dollars meant to me at the time versus what five hundred would mean to me now. I'm not rich by any means, but I can afford a five dollar hit a lot more than when I was living in a fucking one bedroom apartment in Florida. Anyway, I drove out to Vegas one day, placed a five hundred dollar bet on Boise State. I don't even remember who they were playing, but they had Jeremy McNichols on the team. And his nickname was McWeapon, and I he was just so fucking vital to their offense. I drive out to Vegas, place five hundred dollars at the fucking uh, Venetian sportsbook, little weird sportsbook in there, and then I drive home all in the same day. And I get home just in time to watch the game. Turn on the TV, McNichols is out, and their quarterback threw more than Ryan Fitzpatrick, five interceptions in the first half. Uh, they did not cover the spread, and it was a five hundred dollar trip for no reason when I didn't have very much money to my name. <sighs> and that's how I learned that his uh, nickname was McWeapon, and he would have been <laughs> would have been appreciated in that lay, uh, in that loss. You know, Ian Johnson would never would have done that to you. It's just uh, <laughs> how running backs, you know. <laughs> my other, my my literal worst beat. Like in terms of what happened on the field was probably a, I think I had, I forget the scenarios right before the Chiefs got good, but I think I had the other team by the spread to the under or something, and it was a situation where the under team, other team was down with ten seconds left. They're gonna do one of those crazy lateral plays, and I told Jackie it was right when I first started dating her. I was at dinner with her and uh, her dad Russ, and just said, "Hey, the only thing that could sink me now." is if they fumble on this stupid play coming up and the other team picks it up and decides that instead of killing the game and going to the ground, they just want to be heroes and run for a touchdown. 
That's the only way I lose this bet. And that's exactly what happened. I think it was like Chris Jones or some someone on the Chiefs just scoop and score and ran all the way back. And as he got to the end zone, one of the other team came and like karate chopped his arm and he fumbled it, which is like a, a picture perfect example live of like why you should just go down. And he ended up recovering it in the end zone for a touchdown. So it's just such a slap in the face. And anyway, <laughs> I wish you could bet on sports with us. Just so. have you? What's the furthest you'll go in that? Like like a squares at a Super Bowl party? Probably yeah. I mean, technically, fantasy football is against the rules, but I think even even if I could, because I, I mean I've. I've shopped around to get for other jobs that aren't in sports, and I thought about that. I'm like, I can finally gamble if I wanted to, but I don't know if I could even do it. Like, I'm down for friendly stuff, and but I, I mean, I'd probably be more like the Drews uh, uh, guy who puts up like a ten-team parlay to win, you know, nineteen dollars or something. <laughs> that is a funny-looking parlay for sure. <laughs> I, just, I, I just can't. I'm not. I'm not in that mindset for the money. <laughs> um, but I mean, I can bet on MMA and horse racing, and I guess like NASCAR if I wanted to, just because those they aren't uh, they don't fall under the guidelines, the NCAA stuff. But uh, um, I mean, I, I had a couple of times, a couple ways to get around it because there was an app I found that was free, and you just made like picks and pick like the score, and based on like how the score ended up, you get like points if you were closest. Yeah, and, and it'd be like you know, like this game right now, Packers Raiders. Like if I picked, you know, twenty to sixteen, you know, they go off the spreads and the lines and and overs unders and stuff. And if you end up in like the top ten, they give you uh, ten bucks to Amazon. And so <laughs> me and my buddy, it was just like okay, there's no explanation, no sign up. And so me and my buddy have been doing that for a long time, and I built up like. You know, a thousand or fifteen hundred dollars through Amazon. I was able to buy uh, my kid's stroller and a crib with all the money I accrued. I just <laughs> That's <it>. fucking awesome. <laughs> so, like, you know, I'm I'm always down for a friendly bet or something. I appreciate the ones that are throwing in the chat, but I don't know if I could ever throw it down. It's <laughs> <laughs> exciting. You know, I might do like a, a before the season, like Super Bowl winner or something, but. You guys live betting every every weekend is I, I can't I can't do it. I'll let you guys do that. Yeah, we're a special kind of scumbag for sure. <laughs> um, well, really quick before usually forty five minutes is when I call it. Any um messages you want to get out to the league? Uh, let me see. Well, I I did want to commend you on your uh, fastest two minutes. Oh, minutes <laughs> thank you. I remember. <laughs> I mean, I, I know how much it is to, to kind of, like, think about content and how to run these podcast things, since you're just, like, sitting there, like, what the hell? Nobody wants to hear me talk. i got to figure something creative. Yeah, the, um, the, the league notes you used to put out were so prime, and <clears throat> the, those, to me, were harder just because writing is difficult, you know, and the fastest two minutes thing, it's it's kind of a neat you just write little buzz jokes, like the quickest, stupid, like little play on words name for someone who did well or did poorly and, and on to the next one. So it's been okay. Side note, when the, dude, I'm the worst Dodger fan this year. When the fuck did Colton Wong join the team? That's a good question. I just saw that. And couldn't have been very recently. Cause, or, or couldn't have been a while ago because he was just on the, who was he on? Someone in the AL like three weeks ago. So, He's got a terrible bat knob. Yeah, he just at the inning, so he's kind of ship him off. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I like doing the, the written ones because I don't know that that came to me easier, and I I saved those all through the years, so it's it's fun to look back on them sometimes. Um, yeah, you should I, send a couple of the good archive ones. I know most of the league doesn't know any of the numbers <laughs> in there, but I'd appreciate it. And, uh, but I, I, I do remember the first one you did, I was like, what the hell is the Scottish accent he's going with? It's like Sean Connery reading off the fastest two minutes or something. <laughs> yeah. But I think 
somebody might have called you out on it or something. I was like, yeah, that's that's where I got it. It was good, but I don't know why he went to the like Scottish or Russian accent. Oh yeah, I don't know. I I'm usually good with accents too. I just the pressure was on, and honestly, I was ripping ripping the whole segment from Pardon My Take that Barstool Sportscast, and they go way over the top with their Berman thing, and I think I just got like exasperated and just started to like started going off off kilter a bit but uh <clears throat> i i took some advice from andrew and toned toned the accent down a bit and just uh tried to get through the jokes rather than 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 be a wannabe chris berman but it's fun doing I mean, it yeah, it brought, brought a little spice to doing the weekly yeah. podcast and it was good i was just like i don't i don't know what the accent's for i didn't know i didn't i didn't know if i missed something or not so <laughs> you did not i'm just an idiot <laughs> uh but no i appreciated that and uh you know I'd, I'd like uh i feel like i'd take something from every from every pod it was interesting listening to like an eight hole deal um like the sac state stuff and and when you were talking about the um uh, like the oil derrick deals. Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I remember we, I think we, we drank a couple times up off like meats or whatever that was. That random. Oh yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah. That, that, uh, Andy, I think deal. Andy Harmon, that was his spot and I'd used it for years after and, uh, ended up getting in trouble with the police at that spot two times. Um, <laughs> One time they walked up the hill and it was me and my cousin was in town from Northern California. I was like, dude, you just want to drink like a 12 pack or something and like chill out. And I know this spot that Andy Harmon had showed me and, um, and you. And we go up there and we're standing up on that um, like concrete structure thing. So it's like six feet in the air maybe. And we're throwing all our empty Rolling Rock beers just into like a pile. We weren't littering, but we're throwing them down by the floor and we're just going to pick them up on the way out. And these cops walk up. And first of all, they accuse us of throwing rocks at cars passing by underneath. And they're like, well, we got to report that you're throwing rocks. I'm like, okay, I don't care what the report says. We weren't doing that. And uh, the guy's like, well, let me see your hands. I'm like, okay, they're not dirty. Anyway, um, and then he just looked down at the beer, and I was like, dude, I'm for sure getting some in some kind of trouble. Like, you can't, A, just drink beer anywhere, but B, like, we just looked like an asshole because we threw them all over the ground. And then they basically just let us go. They, like, took our names down and said, don't ever come here again. But... I realized that hill is private property, so that what we were doing was technically not drinking in public. And I think the only in trouble that you could get is if whatever the owner of that property wanted to press charges for trespassing or something. Uh, I don't know. That's just how my fucking couch lawyer breakdown goes. But um, yeah, that's uh, that's what happened there. <laughs> yeah, I, remember, I just just listened to the like some like. Besides you, and I guess, you know, Dunbar a little bit, um, but, like, everybody else, I know you, you guys all know each other a lot better. I'm like, I don't have any stories to share, but, like, like well, yeah, I mean, me and, me and Clark would go drinking once in a while, or there was always, uh, what was that, Expendables concert where we both got beat up in the mosh pit. And, yeah, yeah, that was good. I got my nose bloodied, but I got a, I got a glass nose, so. Did you, <laughs> you, like, you, like, sprained your ankle or something? I I think it was when I like slipped and somebody like hit me on the way down and I like <laughs> like it was the slightest chip of my tooth ever <laughs> and, so, and I can still feel it today but I I remember I got up and I turned around I didn't see you and so I went outside and yeah you were sitting there with your nose bloodied and I think it was what, like Brian and Julia Moorhead and all them were there yeah and. Yeah, I mean it was a good time. We both we both survived Expendables Mosh Pit. <laughs> very good, very good. Yeah, there's others. We'll we'll break out some other stories. Uh, can't can't empty the bank now, but I think you have plenty, guy. Um, I do appreciate you taking the league seriously and having fun with it, even though you're you don't know as many people in it. It's uh you know how how good it is to have good league members. Yeah, I mean, hey, I'm I'm all for. A good time, and, and everybody in this league and the hockey league, you know, yes. almost the same group of guys, and it's, uh, you know, you guys all have fun, and I'm, 
I can get on board with that. Um, <laughs> and I guess the last the last thing I'll leave it with, uh, uh, I was thinking about Nate's uh, uh, offer up about how he's desperate for a running back. So I was trying to think of something, because uh, I'm kind of desperate for a quarterback, especially if Anthony Richardson is going to be out for a while. I'm not sure what's going on with him. He seems to be hurt every other week. But yeah. um, So I was trying to think of if, if there's an offer there, if I can get a running back and get one of his quarterbacks. But to anybody in the league, uh, I'd appreciate some lower-end quarterback. And I, I feel like I've got enough depth if anybody wants to throw a, an offer my way. Alrighty, alrighty. The offer's out there. And last thing, and I think we got to change it up. Um, <clears throat> so I mistakenly referred to last episode as episode twenty-one. It was actually episode twenty. So give me, give oh. me, a, give me a good jersey number twenty-one. Something ab- obscure, Croto style. Obscure. Um, I mean, when I was thinking, twenty-one was was Sean Taylor, but I don't. I'm trying to get a little more obscure than that. Yeah, that's a great one. Fucking an R.I.P. tribute, but if you want to go more obscure, I'm welcoming it as well. I'm trying to think of even beyond football. Mm. Um, I feel like I'm better on on the baseball side or something. Yeah. I don't even know. Let's see. I'm going to... Maybe I'll just stick with my Jaguars. Who's Who's the 21 that I think of the most? Um, I can't even uh, think of one. I've got a, I've got a perfect one okay. for you, my man. All right. Uh, uh, Toby Gerhardt, number twenty-one. Very <laughs> nice pull. I love Sean Taylor, but this is gonna be the Toby Gerhardt episode. Uh, was, yeah, he was a uh, he was a scourge to Chaparral football. Yeah. Pain. Well, I thought. I apologize for bringing up an enemy. Ah, yeah, it's quite all right. I'm I'm long removed from high school, so we'll we'll allow it. Last year, maybe not so much. This year, it plays. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, man. Well, good stuff. Always love talking to you. And uh, yeah, let's work something around um, some some form of college athletics, either either UCI or UCD. Yeah, man. We gotta go up and maybe maybe we'll have a, a live. <clears throat> I want a halftime performance of Willoughby getting 62 hot dogs. <laughs> there, there you have it. Uh, let's lock that in. <laughs> <laughs> All right, brother. I'll talk to you. See you, man. All right. Take care. All righty, fellas. Uh, thanks for listening. Crota, always awesome to have you on. Thanks for doing that as well. Good good conversation. Um, and yeah, fun, fun watching my parlay almost hit there. And the Dodgers suck it up and continue to suck it up after we ended the call. So they're looking like their normal playoff selves. Um, yeah, yeah, breakdown. So, yeah, winners of the week, Carpet Walkers, K. Wilkes getting his first win. Milo Paro of Taxi going to 2-3. and three. Chat GPTD is going to 2-3. and three. Revenge of Little Tay going to 2-3. and three. Um, And same luck carrying on to 5-0. and oh, God damn it. But all those 2-3s and threes getting in the mix, it means the league is... Got some parity to it now. So the standings as they lie in the conferences, Carpet Walkers will be leading the Temecula Conference now uh, with a slight edge over Boyer 7 on points. Herbie's Handy's in third place. And then uh, Two Chins. No, 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 sorry. Then Milo Parlo Taxi at 2 and 3. Two Chins and K Wills in fifth and sixth place at 1 and 4. Nomad Conference continuing to be dominated by Same Look, five and zero now. Breasty Boys going to three and two. And let's see here, Team Dunbar 06 will be two and three. Little Tay will be two and three. Chachi BTDs will be two and three. And then show me the Skrilly one and four at the bottom. So standings looking looking uh, a little tighter than I than I would have expected in that division there. Um, but all good stuff. Flash, flash forward to next week. We got Carpet Walkers at Show Me the Skrilla. Uh, Carpet Walkers projected 122 as of now against 115 for Show Me the Skrilla. Um, Tua versus Joe Burrow. Both got some soft decent defenses to play against. Uh, we'll see. I think eh, it could go anyway. Joe Burrow looks healthy. Um, the calf has healed up. And will be a doozy. And we got Bijan versus Joe Mixon. 
Alvin Kamara versus Alexander Madison, who completely fucking lost me a bet this weekend by not catching the football, so fuck him. Kamara's got that one. Nico Collins is in there, but I will probably swap DK in. Anyway, um, just based on the way Skrilly's playing, I think I got this one, but you never know, man. Triple GFL, crazy things happen. Matchup number two, I, w I would call this a bit of a rivalry. We got uh, Wilga versus Dunbar. Both no team names still, just much to my ire. Um, but I got Dunbar in this one, projected 121 against the 99. We'll see, maybe Jonathan Taylor gets more in the mix uh, to help Kelly out. Cooper Cup looked good, so his team's not as pushovery as it was previously. Got Ritter playing at home again. Um, he's undefeated, as you heard in the interview. So, we will, uh, we'll see. Like I said, I got Dunbar, but uh, Kay Wilgs, he's on a winning streak, technically. <laughs> uh, moving on, Revenge of Little Tay, projected 109 versus Herbie's Handies 112. That smells like there would be some buys in there. Uh, Pittsburgh D for Nate. Uh, looks like Croto's got a full slate, which is weird. Just some low projections, bad matchups, perhaps. Uh, Jalen Hurts playing the Jets. That's, he could be stuffed. That defense is pretty good. Um, Herbert versus Dallas on Monday night. That'll probably be a deciding factor coming down to Monday night. Maybe I'll get uh, Nate on the pod again for that. Maybe Knox. I fucking hate him. Um, yeah, nothing, nothing really standing out here otherwise. We shall see. He's got Keenan Allen going Monday as well. So I predict Nate to lose by a couple points, but claw back on Monday night and make it a game at least. Next matchup, Milopato El Taxi versus Breasty Boys. Breasty Boys off a uh, heartbreaking loss, putting up a buck fifty. I think he bounces back here. Projected 127 over a projection of 100 for ET's squad. Um, Josh Allen, primetime Sunday night. That smell of bounce back for him after getting shut out in London. And E.T. just doesn't have the firepower yet. He's building towards something. Um, yeah, I think the Breasty boys are, are a force to be reckoned with, though. They'll be 3-2, and two, but uh, have a lot of points put up. So I think they coast away with that one pretty good. Here we have a good matchup. Team Boyer 7 versus Same Luck. I think Boyer 7's the guy to unseat the... Uh, the quarter champ in his undefeated run so far. Lamar Jackson versus Tennessee. Um, Brock Purdy traveling on Sunday morning across the country to a pretty good defense, at least uh, statistically, for the Cleveland Browns. I love Purdy, but I think they run the ball a lot there, and he just doesn't come out with that many points. Um, but that's just me. Then he's got... Uh, Swift with the Eagles playing that stout Jets defense. We'll see Tony Pollard on Monday night as well. So it could come down to Monday night. Um, ooh, fuck. Boyer's got Devontae Adams against the Patriots, and Patriots have no defense whatsoever. Stephon Diggs against the Giants. I like Boyer 7 in this one. So that's my probably uh, oh shit prediction. Boyer 7 over same luck. Um, and last one, Cousin Battle, Tyler Tuchin's, ChatGPTDs. Uh, the projections are a little bit rough, 83 to 99 respectively. Uh, hopefully there's some buys in there. Yeah, the, his Packer boys are out, which is tough for these expansion teams. They're not, they're not the deepest squads in the, in the league. Um, Jordan Love and Watson are out, so he will have to put in, let's see here. We'll put in A-Chain, you fucking idiot, Jesus Christ. Uh, he's got Tyler Boyd, DJ Chark. He'll be all right. He'll be all right. Yeah, he'll be all right. Um, let's see here. Justin Fields versus Minnesota. This is going to be, I think it's going to be surprisingly high scoring, actually, now that I'm looking at it. And a tight one. I'm going to take two chins on this one. Um, like a 120 to 112. It's another bold prediction for you. All right, now on to the good stuff, fellas. The bet of the week, and I won't fucking misname it again. Um, like I said, I texted, I actually uh, 
called E.T.'s Parlay a teaser, which knocks it down in, in credibility, taking a tease. So I apologize, E.T., that was a fantastic parlay. Scrolling back up the chat, let's see what we got here. Um, yeah, I uh, there's a couple to choose from. E.T. had a couple of prop hits, uh, sack bets, Jonathan Allen, Montez Sweat. Um, I cashed a single bet, and then in the running also was a teaser from Big Nate which was pretty good, but the one thing with that is he had a push to close out the teaser. So I'm going to go ahead and say that... Actually, you know what? He had a different one, and this one is good for its own fucking reason, right? Um, I don't have a cool award name, but Parlay of the Week. What can we do with Parlay? Live on air, top of the head... I got nothing. Parlay of the week, boys. Um, but he was on a free play, so it cost him no money. And he won $291. Oklahoma plus seven. Hit. Texas Tech minus one and a half. Hit. And Bama minus two. Hit. Off free play money? I don't think you can beat that. Very, very nice, my friend. Honorable mention, commish. Prop bet parlay. Hit four out of five and push the other one, but... The whole thing was canceled because Bovada's a bunch of dicks. But uh, congrats, Nate. Wear your crown for a fucking week and uh, get your bets in, boys. We'll review next week. With that, I will leave you to it. Aki, Aki, Aki starts this week. First podcast drop tonight. I'm going to fucking take that uh, or give that a listen, I should say. And uh, excited to kick that season off. Um, no, many of you are in that league, so... Can't wait to duke it out. Team Reparations, 24 champs, baby, let's go. It's the end of the show. Will somebody please record an outro? All you need to do is let me know. Please somebody record a fucking outro. Thanks.